0: This is Mommy O'Dawesome. This is my mom. I call her Mommy O'Dawesome for fun. Hello. It's 3.57 p.m. on June 22nd. And, um, I just went to Walmart, and before that I went to Goodwill. I went looking for paper, but I couldn't find it there. So I got up some paper at Walmart and some cat food, because I'm going to leave tomorrow. Hopefully. Or the next day to get to Dallas, but hopefully tomorrow. And, And, um... I just wanted to do a reading before I left, and I was getting messaging to do Mark, because I met a gentleman at where my mother is living, which is a place that's interesting, and he talked about Mark, 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 so I'm going to read from Mark, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope you don't mind, in the background, the music. Mark. Mark, mark, mark. I should ring some kings because, oh my gosh, on my way back from Dallas, it was like, King, King, King. I was always driving across King Street or on King Street. And then um, there was a Martin Luther King Highway, I think, or something I drove on. And also when I got to the place I was staying, I stayed on Martin Luther King Boulevard, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, Dr. Martin Luther King, but you know what I mean. So i uh, will do some of that later. But first most I'm supposed to do Mark. I don't know where it says that. Is it in alphabetical order? Hmm. Luke, Matthew Habakkuk. Who's that? Hosea. Oh Daniel. Ezekiel. What's the next one? Revelations. Jeremiah. A lot of Jeremiah. Isaiah. Where are you, Mark? Is there one thing? Is all this part? Proverbs. Proverbs 11. Sure, right? Just because we went across it. The road to life is a disciplined life. Ignore correction. And you're lost for good. Liars secretly hoard hatred. Fools openly spread slander. The more talk, the less truth. The wise will measure their words. The speech of a good person is worth waiting for. The blabber of the wicked is worthless. The talk of a good person is rich fare for many, but chatterboxes die of an empty heart. Fear of God expands your life. God's blessing makes life rich. Nothing we can do to improve on God. An empty head thinks mischief is fun, but a mindful person relishes wisdom. The nightmares of the wicked come true. What the good people desire, they get. When the storm is over, there's nothing left of the wicked. Good people, firm on their rock foundation, aren't even phased. A lazy employee will give you nothing but trouble. It's vinegar in the mouth, smoke in the eyes. Here you now, keep going looking for Mark. Mark, where are you, buddy? Job, oh, what's a doozy? Name Ezra, Chronicles. Where's mark? Kings. Didn't I already go through these ones? Where's the mark, man? What? Where is it? Oh, here. Is this fine? They do have a table of content at the back. Luke. Um, Samuel, King. Genesis. Exodus. Leviticus. Numbers. Deuteronomy. Joshua. Judges. Judges. Samuel. Samuel. Kings. Kings. Chronicles. Chronicles. Ezra. Nehemiah. Job. Psalm. Proverbs. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes, Song of Songs, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Lamentation Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea. Oh no! All, all right, where is it? Mark, here we go. Page one, two, one, one. One, two, one, one. Where are the page numbers again? One, two, one, one. One, two, one, one. This is the one I returned to when I was going for it. The wind ran out of breath. Mark 5, page 1212. Late that day, he said to them, Let's go across to the other side. They took him in the boat as he was. Other boats came along. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. Oh, oh, this is a good one. They roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we're going down? Awake now. He told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea, Quiet, settle down. The wind ran out of breath and the sea became as smooth as glass. Jesus reprimanded the disciples. Why are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith at all? They were in absolute awe, staggered. Who is this anyway, they asked. Wind and sea it is his beck and call? The Madman, number five. They arrived on the other side of the sea in the country of Gerasenes. As Jesus got out of the boat, a madman from the cemetery came up to him. He lived there among the tombs and the graves. No one could restrain him. He couldn't be chained, couldn't be tied down. He had been tied up many times with chains and ropes, but he broke the chains, snapped the ropes, No one was strong enough to tame him. Night and day he roamed through the graves and the hills, screaming out and slashing himself with sharp stones. When he saw Jesus a long way off, he ran and bowed in worship before him, then bellowed in protest. What business do you have, Jesus, son of the high God, messing with me? I swear to God, don't give me a hard time. Jesus had just commanded the tormenting evil spirit, Out! Get out of the man! Jesus asked him, Tell me your name. He replied, My name is Mob. I am a rioting mob. Then he desperately begged Jesus not to banish them from the country. A large herd of pigs was browsing and rooting On a nearby hill. The demons begged him, send us to the pigs so we can live in them. Jesus gave the order, but it was even worse for the pigs than for the man. Crazed, they stampeded over a cliff into the sea and drowned. Those tending the pigs, scared to death, bolted and told their story in town and country. Everyone wanted to see what had happened. They came up to Jesus and saw the madman sitting there wearing decent clothes and making sense, no longer a walking madhouse of a man. Those who had seen it told the others what had happened to the demon-possessed man and the pigs. At first they were in awe, and then they were upset, upset over the drowned pig. They demanded that Jesus leave and not come back. As Jesus was getting into the boat the demon delivered man begged to go along but he wouldn't let him. Jesus says go home to your own people and tell them your story what the master did and how he had mercy on you. The man went back and began to preach in the Ten Towns area about what Jesus had done for him. He was the talk of the town. A Risk of Faith After Jesus crossed over by boat, a large crowd met him at the seaside. One of the meeting place leaders named Hyrus came when he saw jesus he fell to his knees beside himself as he begged my dear daughter is at death's door come and lay hands on her so she will get well and live jesus went with him the whole crowd tagging along pushing and jostling him a woman who had suffered a condition of hemorrhaging for 12 years a long succession of physicians had treated her and treated her badly, taking all her money and leaving her worse off than than before had heard about Jesus. She slipped in front, or excuse me, she slipped in from behind and touched his robe. She was thinking to herself, if I can put a finger on his robe, I can get well. The moment she did, the flow of blood dried up. She could feel the change and knew that her plague was over and done with. At the same moment, Jesus felt energy just discharging from him. He turned around to the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? His disciples said, What are you talking about? This is the crowd pushing and jostling you. You're asking, Who touched me? Dozens have touched you. But he went on asking, looking around to see who had done it. The woman, knowing what had happened, knowing she was the one, stepped up in fear and trembling. She knelt before him and gave him the whole story. Jesus said to her, Daughter, you took a risk of faith, and now you are healed and whole. Live well, be blessed. Be healed of your plague. While he was still talking, some people came from the leader's house and told him, Your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? Jesus overheard what they were talking about and said to the leader, Don't listen to them. Just trust me. He permitted no one to go in with him except Peter, James, and John. They entered the leader's house and pushed their way through the gossips, looking for a story and neighbors bringing in casseroles. Jesus was abrupt. Why all this busybody grief and gossip? This child isn't dead. She's sleeping, provoked to sarcasm. They told him he didn't know what he was talking about. But when he had sent them all out, he took the child's father and mother along with his companions and entered the child's room. He clasped the girl's hand and said, Talitha Kuom, which means, Little girl, get up. After that, she was up and walking around. This girl was 12 years of age. They, of course, were all beside themselves with joy. He gave them strict orders that no one was to know what had taken place in that room. Then he said, give her something to eat. Just a carpenter. Mark 6. He left there and returned to his hometown. His disciples came along. On the Sabbath, he gave a lecture to In the Meeting Place. He made a real hit, impressing everyone. We had no idea he was this good, they said. How did he get so wise all of a sudden? Get such ability? But in the next breath, they were cutting him down. He's just a carpenter, Mary's boy. We've known him since he was a kid. We know his brothers, James, Justice, Jude, Simon, and his sisters. Who does he think he is? They tripped, they tripped. Over what little they knew about him and fell sprawling and they never got any further Jesus told them a prophet has little honor in his hometown among his relatives on the streets he played in as a child Jesus wasn't able to do much of anything here he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them that's all He couldn't get over their stubbornness. He left and made a circuit of the other villages, teaching the twelve. Jesus called the twelve to him and sent them out in pairs. He gave them authority and power to deal with the evil opposition. He sent them off with these instructions. Don't you think you need a lot of extra equipment for this? You are the equipment, no special appeals for funds. Keep it simple and no luxury ends. Get a modest place and be content there until you leave. If you're not welcomed, not listened to, quietly withdraw. Don't make a scene. Shrug your shoulders and be on your way. They were on the road. They preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different. Right and left, as they sent the demons packing, they brought wellness to the sick, anointing their bodies, healing their spirits. The Death of John King Herod heard all of this, for by this time the name of Jesus was on everyone's lips. He said, This has to be John, the baptizer, come back from the dead. That's why he's able to work miracles. Others said, no, it's Elijah. And others said, he's a prophet, just like one of the old-time prophets. But Herod wouldn't budge. It's John, sure enough. I'll cut off his head, and now he's back. Oh, I cut off his head, and now he's back alive. Herod was the one who had ordered the arrest of John, put him in chains, and sent him to prison at the nagging of Herodias, his brother, with Herodias. Adultery. It puts that in question, in, not question marks, what do you call it? Quotation marks. For John had provoked Herod by naming his relationship with Herodotus adultery. John called, her, called him an adulterer. Is that what it means? Herodias, smoldering with hate, wanted to kill him, but didn't dare because Herod was in awe of John. Convinced that he was a holy man, he gave him special treatment, whatever he listened to. Whenever he listened to him, he was miserable with guilt, and yet he couldn't stay away. Something in John just kept pulling him back. But a portentous day arrived when Herod threw a birthday party inviting all the brass and blue bloods in Galilee. Herodias' daughter entered the banquet hall and danced for the guests. She dazzled Herod and the guests. The king said to the girl, Ask me anything. I'll give you anything you want. Carried away, he kept on. I swear... I'll split my kingdom with you if you say so. She went back to her mother and said, what should I ask for? Ask for the head of John the baptizer. Excited, she ran back to the king and said, I want the head of John the baptizer served up on a platter and I want it now. That sobered the king up fast, but unwilling to lose faith with his guests, he caved in and let her have a wish. Oh my gosh. The king sent the executioner off to the prison with orders to bring back John's head. He went, cut off John's head, brought it back on a platter, and presented it to the girl who gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and got the body and gave it a decent funeral. It's disgusting. The that means 30% off our most- Supper for 5,000. The apostles then rendezvoused with Jesus a- and reported on all that they had done and taught. Shop sale or visit your neighborhood- Jesus said, Come off by yourselves. Let's take a break and get a little rest. For there was constant coming and going. They didn't even have time to eat. So... They got in the boat and went off to a remote place by themselves. Someone saw them going, and the word got around. From the surrounding towns, people went out on foot, running, and got there ahead of them. When Jesus arrived, he saw this huge crowd. At the sight of them, his heart broke. Like sheep, with no shepherd, they were. He went right to work teaching them. When his disciples thought this had gone on long enough, it was now quite late in the day. They interrupted. We are a very long way out in the country and it's very late. Pronounce a benediction and send these folks off so they could get some supper. Jesus said, You do it. supper for them. They replied, Are you serious? You want us to go spend a fortune on food for their supper? But he was quite serious. How many loaves of bread do you have? Take an inventory. That didn't take long. Five, they said. Plus two fish. Jesus all got to sit down. Oh, Jesus got them all to sit down in groups of 50, or a hundred, they looked like a patchwork quilt of wildflowers spread out on the green grass. He took the five loaves, and the two fish lifted his face to heaven in prayer, blessed, broke, and gave the bread to the disciples, and the disciples in turn gave it to the people. He did the same with the fish. They all ate their fill, the disciples gathered 12 baskets of leftovers. More than 5000 were at the supper. It is fantastic.